Doug's Dime. Ten minutes of your time, Doug's Dime. A real podcast find. Just a couple nickels even. If you're in a pickle, Doug Lear is really swell and he'll let you ring the bell. When it comes to retirement and savings, one of the things that I always kind of balance out is living for today and planning for the future because there is nothing guaranteed. And trust me, trust me, my wife, I'm, I'm very fiscally and economically conservative, probably to a fault. And um, my, my response is always, well, I'm not going to lay in bed at night wondering how I'm going to pay my bills. That's not going to keep me up at night. So that's kind of, you know, why I am way, way over the top when it comes to, uh, to savings and retirement and spending or lack of spending. So when I heard this story this week about retirement savings, take this, take this snapshot for ages 55 to 59, the median household had $25,000 in retirement accounts. $5,000 in checking and savings, $40,000 in financial assets might be stocks, bonds, gold, um, physical uh, cars, a net worth, a total net worth of $180,000. The number that jumped out to me, $25,000 in retirement accounts. I would say, I would say that the age bracket of 55 to 59 is doing very well at living for the now. The ages 30 to 34, so you you got your first professional job, maybe you've got yourself into your career, $1,600 in dedicated retirement accounts, $5,000 in checking and savings, $14,000 for a net worth of $29,000. So you're getting your job, you got a very little bit of retirement, a little bit of cash, um, and then maybe you've got a car or something like that. You're working on your house. Um, what do you do? Because if you, if you look at social security, if you, if you took that into the current context, your social security, uh, full benefits starting at age 67, the average annual benefit is $22,000. If you're going to plan to live the same lifestyle that you have right now, for retirement, then you do have to change. You do have to sacrifice the now for the later. And it's not easy to do. It's, it, 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 it's very difficult. So you withhold, you withhold from your current travel or entertainment or having a brand new car and buying used car. That was one thing that, so I recently bought a, uh, a used SUV and I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I think it's a, it's a 2012, I know it's a 2012, but when I looked up, it, it was probably in 2012, it was probably around $50,000 for that. And 10 years later, the depreciation was down to around $10,000. Think of the investment. If somebody had a loan for five years and then five years later, that investment had shrunk from $50,000 down to $10,000, I, I would I would advocate that, sure, buying brand spanking new, you're going to have fewer repairs, but even the tax, the insurance, I shouldn't just say the tax, that's part of that spiel of tax title and licensing, but your, your full coverage insurance, 
your interest that you pay on a brand new vehicle compared to letting something depreciate out a little bit. Um, it's one way that you can maybe, just maybe, reduce some upfront costs while not sacrificing a, a standard of living. I don't know what the answer is, but I can tell you that there is a balance between living for the now and living for the future.